0: This is our Everest. Greetings, Culture Vultures, and welcome to a very special edition. Of this is our Everest. Yeah. Where we're dealing with issues. Well, yeah. I think this was was very much an issue. This is pathology.
1: podcast, I feel as if I should explain myself. (laughs) Because it's very easy to go leaping in and go, look at me, I'm being ironic. I'm watching, you know. Uh, But no, I... This was and my this was pick. your pick this was your day, so you do have to just and I picked it because I've never seen it and true enough I need to I think I need to fully understand yep. just how offensive it is true which enough. we will come back to for the next three and a half hours, <laughs> but I also wanted to see it at its very end, yeah. I wanted to know that there was going to be no more. Yeah, it's a bit. You know it's a mean? bit
0: like watching and rewatching the video of the execution of the Ceausescus.
1: Yeah, just and it's not. Yeah, it, there's mean, nothing
0: I... edifying from it, but you know, I just need to see it to make sure that it's really
1: gone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, it was. It was more than thirty years ago. Now they'd have died of natural causes by now, if nothing uh, else. Sure. Well,
0: that's the, Yeah, I mean, that's 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 the positive spin on it anyway
1: but i mean i mean but but i mean the point is that um yeah i mean i genuinely think that i needed to see this fully in order to understand how and why it is so offensive and i know that sounds like shooting fish in a barrel and to a point it is but the only reason why it is or the biggest reason why it is is because that goddamn barrel is so small and that fish is so big. You know, yes. it's 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 almost Occam's razor esque.
0: Okay, we're talking about the Black and White Minstrel Show, one of the yeah. most popular programs in the early history of uh, BBC broadcasting. Ran from 1958 mm-hmm. to 1978. And this was yeah. the last ever episode shown on Friday, the 21st of July, 1978. Yeah. The day before my parents got married. Yeah.
1: I mean, I was, you know, six years old. Fortunately, I do not remember it because I tell you what, if the, I can't imagine that my parents would have had it on. Um, and, Can you imagine uh, your parents having it off? do you have to
0: I just thought you know Um, a bit of levity because this is this is going to get dark
1: no I think it should do because I think it's a conversation that isn't held in enough detail you know everybody's slinging their you're a racist you're this you're that at each other across the Across the barricades of social media, lobbing insults like bombs. Yeah, but there actually aren't really that many people that I don't think enough probably, who actually sit down and say, right, what is it that I'm actually looking at here? Let's see this face. Let's face this down. It is true, and, and actually, it's you know, fucking revolting. Yeah, it's, to um, have seen it. A, I tell you what, I thought it was going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. I and, thought and it was going to be bad
0: as a just as a tv program forget anything else if you were just listening to it it's still bad yeah if if you yeah. don't like those old sort of um spirituals and classic sort of folk sing along songs and that just just a continual slew of that and a shit
1: comic well i mean the thing is and a shit the, jazz band they were for for large parts of it they weren't even really singing minstrel songs.
0: No, it was a, a mixture but of they sort were, of um, foreign songs and novelty songs.
1: Yeah, but they were singing in what I can only describe as a minstrel accent. Which almost sounds like they're trying to sound like they're coming through an old microphone. But that just makes it come off even more racist.
0: Well, I mean... <sighs> Let's tack- I don't know tack- unless
1: they are unless they it's that's what it sounds like yeah. unless they actually are trying to do an impersonation of a black man singing, in which case yes, it comes off even more racist anyway. Let's, ta- so, let's tackle. So you know, this.
0: let's let's tackle this. The original minstrel shows started in the eighteen thirties in Mississippi, mm. mm-hmm. uh, and they featured white performers blacked up. And they were, I think, you know, some have said that they were aping the success of the black singers and entertainers who were working on the uh, cruise ships and so forth at that time. Uh, But uh, it quickly degenerated, basically, into just outrageous racial stereotyping and fundamentally racist floor show, yeah. Jump Jim Crow came from the minstrel shows in this first yes. era.
1: Yes, it did, yes. So,
0: you know, don't have any doubt that this is essentially, whether or not it intended to be, it is. You know, you can, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can no, be, you can no be a, a racist totem without ever meaning to be.
1: The one thing I would say is that if you end up the, an icon to people uh, of, of that persuasion, then you've only really got yourself to blame.
0: Well, I think that that is a very fair statement. Yes,
1: um, but uh, you know, it depends on it, it depends on whether you want to wear it as a badge of pride. I saw or a, a, the, the, the thing is that. All of that, all of that stuff, all of it. It's just, but it's fights I can't be bothered with anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm too worn out.
0: I, I saw a, but, I saw a good comment under it on YouTube. Now, reading the comments underneath a black and white minstrel show video on YouTube is something you should not do. And yeah. I have to say, after I found this comment, which was quite high up, I stopped reading because I didn't need to. Face down that particular black hole, okay, Mervyn Wells says an entertaining show. Why they cannot remake this show, I don't know <laughs> if blackface offends, just do it without blackface. This is entertainment mm. now, what I would say to Mervyn Wells is, I completely agree with you if the yeah. if this show is strong enough. And and yeah. wanted enough by enough people, a big enough audience yeah. that you could do the whole thing without mm. the blackface, then knock yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can even sing some of the same songs, even you know, the questionable ones that will, pro- will probably sneak by yeah. if you just don't black up. Because it's just the thing about it is you can go well it's you know it's we're not we weren't doing racist things okay fair enough i i am willing to accept that you yourself weren't doing it for racist reasons but it's like it's a microaggression isn't it every single time that you cut away to watch some of the television topper dancers prancing around and then Mm. cut back to some of the minstrel singers you're like oh yeah they've blacked up and every right. single time it's like a little it's a pick it's a drip 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 where every every new gesture and appearance is like <laughs> yeah guess what i blacked up
1: yeah i mean the thing is right it's not that there was no knowledge within the bbc of how p- problematic no. this all was as early as 1963 yeah t w3 that was the week that was did a sketch where um Millicent Martin dressed up as like Uncle Sam and sung a song like, like with minstrel singers in accompaniment yes, and it was like like a really, really, really racist one, a really racist song Mississippi I believe so it's like yeah, so it's like parodying. You know, the black and white minstrels. So it was known about 15 years before they took it off air. In 1968 and 1969, they did exactly what that Merv bloke said. Yeah. In 1969, uh, they did a spin-off show called Music, Music, Music. Yeah. uh, And they did it with the minstrels without their blackface. Yeah. And then, after one year, they brought back the black and white minstrel show. That, for me, is the unforgivable thing. Yeah, is that they knew inside the BBC at that point there is no alternative, you know, answer to that.
0: Well, in I think in sixty eight, there was a, they were petitioned. Uh, No, 67 they were petitioned by the Campaign Against Racial Discrimination. Uh, In 68 they introduced a show called Masquerade. I don't know if you know about Masquerade which was a similar show but it featured black performers in whiteface. Um, Which, you know, you say to the BBC nice try but we think you've missed the point here. Yeah. And then, as you say, music, music, music. But, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the thing that gets me about that... these people. They did a record-breaking run at the Birmingham Hippodrome, 8,000 mm. performances. They did a record-breaking run at the Victoria Palace Theatre, 6,477 performances. They uh-huh. were on British television for 20-odd years. Mm-hmm. And the thing that gets me is, if you're... Di Francis, or one of the other minstrel singers, Mitchell's minstrels, um, mm-hmm. name, name and shame. Who have we got? Die Francis, John Bolter, T- Tony Mercer, et al. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, you're in 1970, say. So an established star, 14 million viewers a week on the box. Mm-hmm. And you've just got a year of um, doing the exact same show just normally under your belt at what point is it when you're blacking up every week that you're thinking do you know what something about this feels wrong
1: well i mean they evidently didn't uh i i watched uh an episode of a bbc documentary series uh the name of which i forget about kind of modern popular cultural phenomenon uh, and it was uh, they had an episode about the black and white minstrel show, and uh, not one of the people. It was, to be fair, this program was made I think in about two thousand and four, two thousand and five, something like that. Uh, and it had a few of the people who were in it. They like you know, couple of the singers, a um, couple of the editors. Quite quite a few people. Yeah, I think I saw and, the same uh, program,
0: and there was no contrition. it was just
1: absolutely none whatsoever. I, I, I think it was absolutely just a, none.
0: C- they compartmentalised it to such a point that they couldn't even see it. They couldn't even see the argument.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's in a complete, way, you can go well, oblivious Yeah, they're oblivious. so they're
0: so oblivious that why would they apologise? And yeah. um, i I haven't got the energy with people like that. Who probably, yeah, who probably I mean, aren't racist, you know? They're not out recruiting for Combat Eighteen. Yeah, you just I haven't got the energy for those people anymore. You have to, sa- you have to save your energy for where you need it. Yeah, running it's, away. But, but the thing is, <laughs> right?
1: But the thing is, firstly, I kept looking at it and going, "It's 1978. Yeah, stop blacking up, jeez, fucking hell, you know? Craftwork did autobarn. Like five years earlier, six years earlier, whatever. Yeah, and you're still doing this. That is a good enough reason to take this off the air.
0: Mm. I tell you, craftwork you know, didn't need it, to black up to do autobond.
1: They did not. They just well, they did. They, they just they they presented themselves as robots.
0: Which, if you've listened to yesterday's podcast, you'll know was very much a vogue at the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you were a robot, could you consider craftwork? Dressing up as robots as cultural appropriation.
0: Well, that's a argument for an entirely <laughs> to, be, to be honest different podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think if a, if a, if a robot is starting to make that sort of argument, the best thing to do Rub. is switch it off.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't and don't be just plugging it, it back just in. Just switch
1: it off. Yeah, just switch it off. Fucking thing. That's the problem. That's the problem with people with their dystopian robot shit from the future. Turn off. Is that they don't? They never put an on-off switch on the robot. That was a mistake. Put it in the middle of its back where it can't reach it.
0: <laughs> Even with extendable robo arms. Uh, um, you know. Shall we talk about? Uh, we've. I, I think we've. We've come down very heavily. Oh, on oh the the other thing. The other back.
1: thing I wanted to say. The other thing I wanted to say, apart from the fact that fucking hell, it's nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah. What the hell are you doing, was blacking that, up? Was it? It's really third rate. Yeah, it's dog shit.
0: And, and, it's
1: really tacky. It's really it. It looks terrible. It looks as old as it is. George Mitchell
0: introduces uh, viewer requests at the end of it, and I think yeah. the track listing for what they have asked for, I think gives you yeah. a very accurate idea of the demography of these these people. You know, oh, this is yeah, nineteen seventy eight yeah. and there's no one has mm-hmm. chosen a Beatles song or a Rolling no, Stones no. song. No. If if you need no other argument as to why this programme shouldn't be brought back. It's because all the people yeah. who want to watch it are already dead. It's just that's mm. just time. Yeah. The sort of people who say they should bring this show back are the exact same people who are complaining to Sainsbury's. About their Christmas advert having a black family in it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, because, they are, you know.
0: and they don't even see the contradiction in their fucking shit-shoveling bullshit, pissy, shitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly,
1: I've started routinely labelling these podcasts as explicit. Oh, I,
0: honestly, <laughs> you're better off only, only unchecking that. If we do a really, really nice one, if we did it, what because this is the thing I, I was thinking about this. This isn't a podcast <laughs> where we are just picking stuff to, to lie it down and give it a good kicking. You know, we're watching mm. old TV from the analog era when there wasn't really any choice. So these programs had huge, huge audiences and had a huge cultural impact in a way that we just can't understand from television anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly. This programme is getting an audience of 20 fucking million yeah. people. If we you know. if
0: we watched an episode of Porridge,
1: or yeah.
0: Vic Reeves' Big Night Out, both of which yeah. are completely within the the rules that we have established for ourselves, in, yeah. in, in terms of duration and being broadcast on TV... And being from the right time period. Yeah. They would be lovely shows and you could easily uncheck explicit because we would just be singing the praises of these wonderful things. It's true. However, the black and white minstrels are a bunch of cunts and they can
1: fuck off. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's just... And that's the thing. That's the thing is that, you know, I'll come back to this at the end, is that it's so much worse than I thought it would be. yeah.
0: It's not only is oh, it racist,
1: yeah. but it's boring. Well, let's move on, because you know, talking of moving on from just being racist <laughs> your host this evening. Yeah. Your fucking hostess. It's 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 only Keith Harris and not Orville. Yeah, no Orville.
0: When I when I I watched this before you did and I sent you a message to say it's got Keith Harris on it and yeah. you said has Cuddles the Monkey blacked up? Which I think was a perfectly reasonable response to that because Keith Harris and Orville. It's not Keith... Oh, here comes Keith Harris. I wonder who he's going to have with him today. Keith Harris and Orville. If you're lucky, Cuddles, who I like because he hates that fucking duck. Yeah. And that's your lot. But no, he had two... Not one, but two hilarious and racist racist (laughs) characters. That I'd never yeah. seen before,
1: Murphy. So talk us and through, talk us through, yeah. To, well, talk us through Murphy because he comes. Murphy yes.
0: is a leprechaun who looks like yes. he looks like a what's that bubble bath with the sailor on it? I can't remember. The, oh, can't, matey, matey. That's right. He looks like a matey bottle with a toilet brush sticking out the top of his head. Yeah. He's got an Irish accent. Now, I mean. I, I mean, there, there there is a debate to be had about whether or not Keith Harris was a good ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. But doing accents as well, you know, uh-huh. props to that. Did a fairies joke about Danny Larue. Yeah, not sold on that, especially as he called him Ganny Lagoo. Yeah, <laughs> which brings us back to: Is Keith Harris a good ventriloquist?
1: Does it matter? His his act was his. I mean, I you know, I, I, I can at times, in some respects, be such an optimistic person. That's you know. <laughs> true. I kept the, I, When it cut to Keith Harris, I was like, well, at least there'll be a break from the oh, racism now. No. And then, uh, oh, oh, oh. And then when it got to the end of that, and then it got a little bit further down the line of the programme, and it, it's the return of the fucking Harris.
0: Maybe this time he's going to have Orville.
1: Yeah, maybe this time it'll be Orville, or if not, then Cuddles. And hopefully, cuddles won't be blacked up. Obviously, and um, and or you know, at least it will be something. You know, let's just can we not have a oh oh no, it's and Sydney. It's a, and he, yeah,
0: the Indian snake wearing a turban. It took me.
1: It's not wearing a turban. It's wearing a fucking fez. It's t- not even the right part of the world.
0: It, it took me a quite a long time to figure out where he was from. 'Cause I was basing it on his appearance, which as you say, was incorrect. And yeah. his accent, which as you say, was being spat out from between Keith Harris's nervously clenched grinning teeth. But well, he was meant to be he was Indian, but he lived in Wolverhampton. Cue some immigration jokes.
1: Wolverhampton which just happened to be Enoch Powell's constituency. Yeah, so he's in um, on this as well. So he's wearing a fez and saying he's from India. True. Which is like instead of giving an American a ten gallon hat or whatever, it's like the equivalent of giving them whatever the hell it is, argentinians, yeah, wearers' hats, you know it is it's not even the same continent, <laughs> for fuck's sake, yeah, I mean this are from Morocco, yeah, the clues in the name is a city there. It's actually, it's, it's more like
0: it's more like trying to express a, a, a cowboy by giving him one of those um, straw hats that Chinese people use yeah. in the rice paddies to keep the sun off yeah. their heads.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a counter-argument saying that, well, actually, they wore something very similar to feathers in India, blah, 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 blah. blah. There may or may not be. I don't think Keith Harris sorts it through that fucking deeply.
0: No, I mean, I've never heard of these characters. I mean, I, as far as I know... He could have done these once and then never done them again. Retired them for not being yeah. racist enough in 1978's climate.
1: Yeah, but he's yeah. I mean, I don't know whether you want to give him kudos for doing another accent. Nope. But I don't want. Not, to. That, not that.
0: Not that accent. I mean, Irish yeah. is bad enough. Um, and I'm from the same part of the world as Irish people. I'm. You know, we're all. Yeah. We are all British in that we all come from the British Isles. Yeah, so, but I mean,
1: I don't want to get down that avenue. A conversation, for God's sake, please no. <laughs>
0: that's so. I mean, that one was bad enough, but I draw the line at Sydney. I actually, by that point, would have been happy to see Orville, even though he's a prick and I hate him.
1: Yeah, I mean, d- d- dropped in the middle of all of this. Yes, like a great big jazzy Friday. <laughs>
0: the pineapple was ring this, on the gammon steak of
1: this program was the don Lusher quartet and oh, what a curious bunch of gentlemen they were well one weren't blacked up uh, they weren't blacked up yeah
0: uh, i said that I, I i thought that their sound was akin to playing a miles davis record in a bucket of cold piss
1: it's it's
0: The sound of slowly deflating despair.
1: It's Duke Ellington played by eunuchs, <laughs> is what it is. It's only vaguely recognisable as jazz, and I'm not even certain that it's got enough swing for me to legitimately be able to call it jazz. <laughs> They're so stilted. Yeah. They're so upright, you know. They... I, I I just I think
0: it's nice uh, though that the other acts on the show, the acts that weren't racially questionable, which actually, when you boil it down, was this jazz band, were also yeah. completely mediocre and not worth watching. Because ima- imagine I, if they'd no had the idea. Kinks in the middle of it, that would have been a real shitter. Or Chaz and Dave. Yeah. You imagine yeah. having to watch half of that just to get you know ain't no pleasing you. And then you, no, you can well, jump back in the That's bath. That's the thing,
1: you know. If Chaz and Dave went on this, that'll be it for Chaz and I'll Dave. <laughs> be, yeah, that'll be it for me and Chaz and Dave. I don't think they ever did. It wouldn't a hundred percent surprise me, but it would make me question. I'll
0: tell you who did do the black and white minstrel show. Go on, Lenny Henry.
1: Oh, in nineteen
0: seventy-five, I've got a quote here.
1: Um, yeah,
0: he he speaking to the Radio Times about this later. Hmm. Said that it led to a profound wormhole of depression, which I think just shows that Lenny Henry's a fairly yeah. sensible bloke.
1: Yeah, because I, oh, I mean, lie I, I lie on only watched an episode of yeah. it
0: in my bedroom masturbating. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm that's basically. definitely the worst thing I could have said there. Oh, yeah. you know, people know I wasn't really masturbating. I think I've just, I think I, I think I've thrown them off the scent, um, <laughs> and I feel like I entered into a wormhole of despair, which doesn't dispel any previously held notions that anyone might have.
1: Yeah, I mean that they, they were this band was just so. Um, I mean, I just I can't imagine who booked them or why. You know, in a time when. Actually, being on primetime light entertainment shows actually could give you a career, you know. Um, but how they arrived at the decision that this was the best option.
0: Best bit, worst bit, and the bit's going to stay with you. This is for all the marbles.
1: The best bit yep. is actually from the Don Lusher Quartet. Oh, yeah. In that they did at least chuck in a drum solo and a bass solo.
0: You do like a drum solo. In
1: their song. Well, I don't, actually, because after about 30 seconds, they get really fucking tedious. You're
0: definitely the Buddy Rich of this podcast. Yeah.
1: It was a really bad drum solo. It was a very basic drum solo. It was a drum solo you'd expect somebody who'd been playing the drums for six weeks to be able to play. Did he play. have
0: brushes? I can't remember if he had brushes. Uh,
1: No, I don't think he did. Oh, that's a fucking relief. I don't relief. think he did, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like. Oh, I don't like. But there are there were two different types of brushes you can get for drums, and they, and they are both <laughs> unsatisfactory, but in completely different ways. Yeah, there's like the 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 the, the, the quite fine steel spokes oh, sort of ones which flop about and eventually, you know, you end up half of them will be all kind of bent and what have you. And then they do these plastic ones which are retractable, which are supposed to be a bit more bit of bit more thud. Um but they've got a bit too much thud. You know, they sound yeah. they it just sounds like you haven't quite tuned your drum kit properly
0: we have we are actually we're really coming down hard. One way or the other, on a number of important issues tonight, we've already decided yeah. racism bad. Brushes yeah. for drums also
1: bad. Ah, oh, they're fine for other people. If other people want to use them, then fine. But I always found them deeply unsatisfactory to use.
0: I like them on. Uh, can't remember what it's called. It's the uh, the first song on Axis Boulders Love by Jimi Hendrix. That's got some. The wind cries, Mary.
1: Got
0: yeah, on. yeah, that's also true. Well brushed, Mitch yeah. Mitchell giving it some brush, maybe. Well, he's...
1: Mitch Mitchell started out as a jazz drummer, so yeah, it's well, not surprising uh, that he knew how to play. You see, the drum, yeah, he, at least the,
0: he knew how to play the drums. No excuse for the drummer in an actual jazz quartet. Well, like I
1: say, you know, he was perfectly competent. You know, to, to suggest otherwise would be a downright lie. But when the drum solo came, he just kind of sort of plonked his way slowly around the kit and then just got back to doing what he was doing before.
0: Okay, what was your least favourite
1: thing then? Go on.
0: This is shooting the biggest fish in the smallest barrel.
1: It is. My least favourite thing was the accents. Yeah. I was fully prepared for the black face. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for the black face accent. Yeah. Don't turn this into more of a
0: fucking pantomime than it needs to be.
1: Yeah, it's very subtle and to the point where they could almost have plausible deniability about it. Yeah. But it's definitely there. I assume they would sing the songs like, you know, just in their normal voices. And they did not, but only quite subtly. And... Somehow or other, for some reason, that made it feel so much worse. So much worse. So strange. Um, But there wasn't really anything good about it apart from the drum solo. The whole programme. And even the drum solo, in context, was terrible.
0: I think, probably, I mean, I imagine the thing that will live with you is the same thing that will live with me, which is just the pervasive stench and intense gladness that common sense prevailed and has continued to prevail for now for
1: now it's like getting rid of yeah. getting
0: rid of capital punishment for now
1: yeah i mean it really did i can't there's there's no other way of ex- adequately explaining it than to say that it genuinely in in its own way even out of context just looked evil yeah you know, even if you strip out the kind of segregation and of slavery and all the stuff that comes with this, even if you take that all away, even if you view it purely as an aesthetic, you know, like a sensory experience, it is dated, tacky, yeah. mostly badly made. Yeah. The, the comedian isn't funny. The comedian's are as offensive and in, in a... Different range of ways. I'm kind of astonished that you got kids' TV gig after it, to be honest. But you know, there we are. Um, It you do think uh, why have they made a compilation
0: video of all the really boring bits in the and Wise Christmas show that they have to do while they get changed? Yeah. You know, so you've taken all of those boring bits and you've made a compilation of them, and they're blacked up. And this is what I'm watching on TV.
1: Yeah, I mean, even if you strip out all of the context and just view it as a sensory experience, it's third-rate, tacky rubbish. If you add the context, and I don't think you should ever remove the context, by the way, because context is everything. If they're dressing up like that, then, yeah, I'm sorry, mate, but I'm not going to view it out of context because you're shoving that context right into my face. Right onto your and face. Christ knows. And Christ, it's not even into my face. Yeah, I just know that it's being shoved into someone else's. I'm perfectly good here, cheers. You know, I've got the fairest skin and the bluest eyes. That's, but I know fully well that there will be other people who would view that who would be mortified, devastated, belittled, dehumanised by it. And that's enough. And if I feel like this is a result of not even directly being affected by it, then Christ fucking knows how you feel. I honestly can't imagine.
0: But where we came in, where we came in, we did say that we were glad that we had faced it down. So I think it's nice um, that you have the the opportunity is there. You know, I'm it's, glad it's, it's why dark. they shouldn't be. It's why you shouldn't burn books. Yeah, having yeah, yeah, having the Black and yeah, White Minstrel yeah. Show on YouTube yeah. should be enshrined in law, so that yeah, people I mean, can have it, see yeah, it yeah, and a,
1: confront yeah, it. Yeah, as a yeah as a historical document, um, and that's but there's a difference, and everybody knows it. There is a difference between having it on. YouTube squirrelled away and having it on primetime BBC One again, which is what that fucking bloke in the YouTube comments wanted. And fortunately, despite the fact that this world sucks at the moment, at least we're not quite back at that level yet. And if that's the best thing, that's about the best thing that I can take yeah. from this wretched experience. My least, and like I say, you know, I'm so I I feel as though I should be apologising, in case I'm not doing it justice.
0: My least favourite thing was, um, they did the song I Rem- remember it well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They white it up for that,
0: and yeah, it was the only song that featured a male performer not in blackface and why it's because it's a couple's song yeah
1: and that's the yeah.
0: worst shittiest
1: yeah died. scabbiest you know thing had... in the
0: entire program for me do
1: you know what i
0: hadn't even thought of no that. and i was thinking well why isn't he blacked up and then then it hit me and i just went that is uh... absolutely the pits of this already scabrous yeah. program
1: Oh my god, if that is, I'm 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 prepared to accept that there's a strong possibility that it is. If that is the case that they took a look at it with a minstrel and just went, Oh we, have, we, we can't have that. Yeah. You know, even if they thought they were making an entirely pragmatic decision, it still stinks. They couldn't even do that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it would have taken no effort. Yeah, it would have taken even less effort
0: that. than I actually went to.
1: I just found it dispiriting, and at um, a time
0: when I'm already dispirited,
1: what the hell are we doing for ourselves? To ourselves? Well, but anyway, but but the good news is it's done. The good news is that a it's done, oh. and b we'll have the opportunity for happy fun times tomorrow. Oh yeah, what have we got? Because it's go it's going for gold. Oh,
0: I mean, that, so, that couldn't know. be further. That is about as far as British television has ever come from the Black and White Minstrel show. The spirit of <laughs> European cooperation.
1: <laughs>
0: Fucking hell. That's going to make me feel a so, lot better. Yeah.
1: yeah, so there you go. There's something to look forward to tomorrow. Going some hot going for gold action. <sighs> now, let us never speak of this again. Um, Christ almighty, I'm worn out just talking about it. Um, we'll be back same time tomorrow thanks very much for listening and goodbye